Welcome to Matinee with Matt, the ultimate rendezvous for all things entertainment. My name is Matt Kreeth, a film critic, and I'm joined weekly by my husband, Michael. Not so much a film critic. So grab your popcorn as we dive headfirst into the world of movies, TV shows, books, and beyond. Hi, everybody. Uh, Welcome to our Halloween episode. It is officially spooky season. How are you feeling about Halloween coming up, Michael? Well, I do have to say Halloween is probably maybe one of my least favorite, not least favorite. I not like, cause I had a traumatic like experience or anything. I'm just like, Matt, I don't, I don't like scary movies. I don't like to be scared. I do know that. So it's a really appropriate that we're here talking about <laughs> Halloween and I movies today. I have seen scary movies. I just, I don't seek them out. How about dressing up? Do you like to dress up? Um, as an adult, not so much anymore. I go for probably convenience and costume more than anything. But as a child, yeah, yeah, I definitely did dress up. What was your favorite costume as a child? Um, I had this that had to have been in... Oh, okay, here... Man, here... This is the trauma... Oh, my God. <laughs> so there is a problem. This is the trauma of Halloween. Okay. Uh, I had a th- this costume as a kid. It was a dinosaur costume, like head to toe. You got in it and I guess zipped it up. I think maybe from the back because enter traumatic experience. And so uh, I was in kindergarten. We were at school. And we were doing something over, I don't know, on the counter or not. I really had to go to the bathroom. I was like, I have to go to the bathroom. I have to go to the bathroom so bad. And I was trying to get the teacher's attention to help me with my costume to unzip it. And I could never get her attention in time. I ended up peeing myself. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that costume was never worn again. I hope it was washed. It was great. <laughs> it was like high quality. It was like pit, like quilted and pillow. Oh, it was... I was a great dinosaur. Did you have a good costume? I used to love like anything that was, I mean, spoiler alert, anything that was in pop culture at the time. And even as a little child, I was fully invested in You went as like Madonna with the the tail bra? Just because I was born in the 80s, I was wearing a cone bra on Halloween. Now, there was one year that my parents took me to see Phantom of the Opera. uh, And... (laughs) So I dressed as Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> of course. It was really just was what was relevant in my life at that time. That's what I like to dress up as. And, you know, we used to do the trick-or-treating thing, and we uh, just walked around our neighborhood. My grandparents handed out candy at our house so that we could walk around our neighborhood. And it was fun. You know, I loved Halloween growing up. But nowadays, I just like watching a lot of the scary movies that, that come out into theaters and also just kind of revisit some of my old favorites and... I don't love dressing up as an adult. You know, I'm not a big party person, yeah. uh, but I have a uh, onesie Halloween costume that I got from Tipsy Elves uh, a couple of years ago that I have reworn every Halloween, and I very much love it because it's comfortable. Several years. Several, yeah, for several years. <laughs> um, but, you know, I love handing out candy now that we live in a community where there's actually some kids around. We can hand out candy and and meet some of our neighbors. That's what we really like to do on Halloween these days. <laughs> okay, so, but speaking of passing out candy, I did learn this fun fact about Halloween. Ooh. It is the second largest commercial holiday in the United States. What's the first? Christmas. Oh, uh, Yeah, Christmas <laughs> makes more dough. But this, uh, in 2019, I think was the peak, because, you know, COVID and people stopped 
trick-or-treating then, I guess. But in 2019, Americans spent approximately $9 billion. On candy? Not just candy. I think that's like costumes, decorations. But like... Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Wow. It's insane. That's an insane amount. There's like another statistic on here that talks about like the average... It's basically an average of $92 per person. <laughs> like, wow. Well, you, wanna, yeah. you know, we liked uh, buying the last couple of years since COVID... Uh, when trick-or-treating kind of restarted back up. This isn't a weird flex. Mm. <laughs> okay, fine, whatever, I'll flex. That we started buying full-size candy bars because we wanted to be the cool neighbors. We on got the them at Costco. So. Uh, yeah, wow. save some money on the, on the full candy bars at you Costco. You cash back. Um, but, you know, we uh, passed them out, met our neighbors and their kids and whatnot, and then we're left with a bunch of yeah. full-size candy bars by the end of the night that we definitely do not need to consume I don't think ourselves. kids actually liked the full-size candy. They were very confused. I think that because it doesn't, they like that gummy, like nerds and totally like that, yeah. like, like gummy worms and things. Yeah. Yeah. We will probably be uh, we'll buy going variety to make it yeah. <laughs> normal. In this economy? Right. <laughs> already used the Costco coupon. Um, but yeah, so uh, Americans like it. It is a huge holiday, apparently. Um, not so much, like I said, my favorite. But, you know, you watch scary movies. I don't like them. So, yeah. Like, I know that there's like a cohort of horror fans that are out there and there's like production companies that tailor specifically like that's their bread and butter oh for sure and you know we've been uh watching some new stuff that's currently streaming uh we started watching goosebumps just to get into like the spooky season mood it's a little lighter than uh, a real it's scary right, movie it, so it, it's just, right up your alley yeah, yeah. just my speed of scary <laughs> There's kids in it. They, you know, they're not probably going to die in this, in this show. So, yeah. you know, how how bad could it be? Um, but yeah, you're right. There are definitely a lot of production companies that specialize in making horror films. Uh, one that is very obvious to a lot of people these days is Blumhouse that uh, did Megan that came out earlier this great, year. And great, <laughs> that needs- that one was. Way more campy than it was probably scary. Cult last I appreciate. So. Yeah. It's going to have to make a rotation this next week or later this week. Oh, for sure. Um, and, you know, they, they came out with, they produced Paranormal Activity and The Purge and just a, just a ton of other horror movies as of late. They're doing very well for themselves. Uh, outside of that, you know, we have a lot of other production companies uh, that's, uh, that do it. A24 that... You know, I like A24. So do I. Yeah. But like when I see a Blumhouse like trailer, like it's coming up, I'm like, nope, next. Yeah. You are absolutely out of air for that. A24, no. Man, you guys, you're trying to dip your toes in the scary pool. They are very diverse in their selections of movies. I was talking to you earlier today about Dick's the Musical that's currently out. They also produced uh, that A24. They're back on my radar. Yeah. Um, And Dick's the Musical is just, it's fucking funny as hell. Um, but A24 definitely has has worked in the horror movie space for a little bit. They came out with Bo's Afraid earlier this year uh, with Joaquin Phoenix. They did Midsommar that you uh, refused to watch. Yeah. yeah. Well, because of the talk track around it, nobody I know likes it or... Like, Midsommar? Yeah. Oh, no, that was with Florence Pugh. Um, yeah, but isn't it like real weird? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's strange as hell. It, it like barely makes any sense, but okay. it, a very interesting, fun, scary kind of psychological thriller type of movie to watch. Mm. I think I'm still going to pass. 
<laughs> and hey, you teach their own. Different strokes for different folks, right? Uh, the one that we definitely grew up with was Dimension, and Dimension isn't really around anymore. They at one what point they do. They did the Scream franchise. Oh, really? And you're not around. And I know what you did last summer. A lot of those movies. Well, what happened was that they got into business with the Weinstein brothers. Oh. And uh, they, uh, not not a bad uh, gamble at the time. Um, uh, the Weinstein's brought in Scream um, to audiences. Um, we thank them for that, but not for anything. No, and uh, and Dimension kind of in the '90s, early 2000s. Dimension was like the like the Blumhouse. Yeah, right now they didn't know. Um, what... But what ended up happening is just over the years. You know, that's all they kind of specialized in for the most part. And uh, some other companies have acquired a lot of their assets. Spyglass is one of them. Miramax is one. You can just say it when they're like, well, they I mean, it, if, they, sale. if they want to offer up their company uh, or their, <laughs> their assets, their content, yeah, sure. Uh, you can definitely buy it. But, uh, you know, well, well I mean, I'd like to leave that to the lawyers to decide. We're not picking up any movies anytime soon so no. uh, we're gonna go back to non-full-size candy yeah um <laughs> no movies for us but okay so these they have these like there's these production companies that have these loyal following of horror fan absolutely specialize in now what is like okay so screams being scared like yeah obviously happens in scary movies what is that famous scream called remember you know what i'm talking about uh, I do know what you're talking about. The Wilhelm scream. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for those. Yeah. It, it used in like a lot of times. Oh, it's like in t- like 10 million movies. Like I'm, you know, exaggerating, but yeah, it's almost in like every single movie. There's a, basically a sound effect for a scream that they use, especially if, uh, if someone, the, some actor's not giving them exactly what they need, they'll go to the old one and yeah. they're like, mm-hmm. We got this one on the back. Pretty much, it's kind of it's kind of the equivalent of comedy uh, TV oh, clouds that are using a laugh track. Yeah, so it's very much similar. I love a laugh track. I know you hate. Oh, the, what's it called? Wilhelm's. Yeah, I hate Wilhelm's great. <laughs> love a laugh track. But okay, so, so those actresses that can deliver a scream. Yeah, um, scream queen. Scream queen. Um, who like? Tell me, who are those? Like, can we like see, what's the screen? Yeah, you know, we some names. I bet I know some. Oh, well, you absolutely know Jamie Lee Curtis. She's probably she, the, yeah. the more famous one. Oh, yeah. From Halloween. All those movies. I the entire franchise. I have seen those. Uh, her mom kind of became one of the more original Scream Queens. She's from Psycho, Janet Lee. Okay. Uh, you know, the big shower scene uh-huh. uh, with uh, Mrs. Bates uh, killing Janet Lee's character. That is uh, something that we'll end up talking about a little bit. The Wilhelm Scream no, that was Janet Lee. Yeah, for sure. I can look it up, but I'm pretty sure that was Janet Lee. They should definitely use her scream in some other places. Yeah, so there there are a couple of scream queens. There was this uh, Ryan Murphy TV show, Scream Queens, that came out uh, with Emma Roberts and Leah Michelle, Glenn Powell, a, a lot of people in that. It didn't do very well. It was only out for a couple of seasons, I think, but they kind of make fun of the entire Scream Queen type of trope that are in these horror movies in that tv what? show what so is it a comedy uh, it's like a comedy horror tv okay. shows on fox for okay. a couple seasons which we were into yesterday yeah how many horrors yeah for sure what did we watch um what did we watch those comedy horror it has the girl from sabrina 
of Netflix. Uh, we are is a, t- a totally yeah. killer. Yeah. It was on Amazon. It was fun. You know, it. it's a, it's a, it also gets you kind of in the, the Halloween spirit. I, I liked it. Sabrina, it, like giving the audience my gauge of scariness. I think Sabrina was like just a touch. Like, the Netflix show? Yeah. Like maybe just a touch. Okay. I watched it, but I, there were moments where I was like, man, this is dark or this is scary. So like maybe that's, we're right. We're getting to the red zone. So you're at the Riverdale. Uh, no, uh, no, that's below Sabrina. You need to watch. I mean, the same universe. Well, hers is scarier. <laughs> okay. Um, the other ones uh, also that was in Scream Queens, the TV show, uh, Kiki Palmer. She's gone on to do her Nope, which uh, she was fantastic in. If you have not seen her in Nope, please, please, please go and see that, Michael. Um, I know you. I had that him. They all like these movies, but it was actually a pretty good movie. I've seen all the other ones. Um, but she she's carving out some uh, some scream queen action for herself lately, as is Jenna Ortega from Wednesday. Loved Wednesday. Um, that's one of probably watched, definitely one of my favorite shows. We watched that. We watched that show pro, like multiple times. Yes, with multiple people. Yeah, like, we were like people came over and it, we started like, watching. Like it's really good. Like oh, but you've already seen. Like no, we'll watch. The like whole we have thing. no problem watching this again. We did. Yeah. It's really great. I can't wait for the next ones. Uh, but she's also in X. She's in uh, Scream. She's been in uh, two Scream movies lately. So they're definitely kind of trying to make Jenna Ortega a little bit of a Scream queen. Although she doesn't really strike me as someone that just screams. Like you know, you think of a Scream queen, you think of like Drew Barrymore in in the first Scream, where she is just at, like screaming at the top of her lungs that that to me is a screen yeah. queen jenna ortega doesn't really do that in the screen movies like she does a little but she's but she still does like she does well on spooky season oh for oh this is like her lane like this is i don't want to see anything that she's been doing for a lot more things and she has done more things yeah I kind of like love her and all of it so yeah absolutely but that's kind of what a scream queen is for yeah, the most so part. i got a few some old ones some new ones awesome uh, the so the month of October is it, oh well besides this month of October what well, I was like oh, the Taylor Swift yeah oh. and as do theaters are they usually just like swamped with Halloween scary movies for the like yes the answer to that was yeah Taylor. The, yeah Taylor has taken over the box office for those of us that <laughs> did live under a rock. Uh, the Eras Tour is alive and well in uh, nationwide theaters. Okay. But it's not spooky season for her. Sorry. It isn't. But what ended up happening this year, if if you didn't know this, that uh, a lot of movies were supposed to come out October 13th, like Exorcist. The new said, no, that's my day. And since she went to directly to theaters instead of using any kind of studios to actually distribute her movie... Wow. A lot of the other movies that were slated for that day decided to move around and their box offices somewhat suffered because of it, well, it seems like. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, you, I mean you've, you've seen it. It's like on it every time. But yeah. Okay. So spooky movies in the month of October. But and, that is the norm. Okay. Usually, uh, with the exception of probably the last couple of years, I think a lot of movie studios don't really know what to do post-COVID as to, you know, the release of a lot of these movies. Do they try to time it? Well, last week we talked about how a lot of movies come out Valentine's weekend that are kind of rom-coms and whatnot. Well, and, perfect. you know, when, 
Halloween in the month of October, they try to kind of time it to a lot of these horror movies and, and these scary themed movies that and TV shows that come out in the month of October. But it's not always a, a winning combination. We mentioned Megan earlier that yeah. came out in January of this year and still did very well. Well, because everybody had to get their year off to a good start. And yeah, like, so yeah, yeah. I get it. There's some, but I mean, there's definitely, there's totally been other like snafus on release dates. I'm sure. Oh, because absolutely. Like, the filming and scheduling and like all that gets like delayed or whatnot. So delayed. And I mean, right now with the ongoing actor strike, there's a lot yeah, of stuff, emotional activities that aren't being done. So they're really, the studios are, are they, they're really struggling as to what to do right now in terms of distributing these movies and TV shows. Um, but the one that's always gotten me is Silence of the Lambs. You think uh, that is like Valentine's Day? Valentine's Well, it, it was. I'm pretty sure it was in February, if I remember we correctly. Have we have the we have the internet to tell us what it was, but um, that one always got me because a it's considered one of the scariest movies, or at least psychologically scary movies of all time. I have seen that one, and it was good. Yeah, and that one was a February. Yeah, February 14th on right. Valentine's Day. And what ended up happening was take it, your sweetheart it, to the scary movie. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> take your Valentine to go see one of the scariest movies of all time, and but then it ended up winning Best Picture at the Oscars, Best Actor, Actress, Director. It was also released in February and still was, and then Oscar almost in time, like a year later, it ended up winning wow. everything, and that just doesn't really happen. Oh, whilst we are almost upon Oscar season, we are um, yeah next few months. Okay. All right, but back to scary movies. Okay, so I uh, delay releases things that. You know, release dates, timing up month of October, obviously ideal. So it doesn't take a brainiac in PR to tell you, like, tie it to a holiday. Oh, um, for sure. Yeah. But, and they still do. Five Nights at Freddy's is coming out this week. Yeah. You know, there, there, there's, there are a lot of opportunities for, for studios to distribute movies that are themed to whatever month it is as we approach the holidays and Christmas. And we will find that out very soon. I love it. Okay. So let's talk about like maybe delays that are outside of the studio executives control like the delays of the third kind not the fifth what encounters oh encounters <laughs> of the fourth kind is about aliens uh, again, plus encounters of the third, third kind is that what you're talking about <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the one uh, you haven't seen the four. I have a screener for the fourth. for the fourth one sure yeah it's uh, the long overdue sequel yep. to Close Encounters okay, of the Third Kind paranormal activity that yeah. not the movie but the actual like thing that you experience in the world like seeing a ghost but yeah like do well a do you have any ghost stories like a ghost that you saw i don't have any myself i'm actually quite upset about that uh, because well, everybody wish they had too hard well everyone i know seems to have these experiences with ghosts or uh, you know, seeing flashes of light or uh, some kind of comfort when you're trying to sleep or something like that. Um, you want like a Casper the Friendly Ghost. Oh, I want any kind of experience. I haven't had one experience that I can say is really like made me feel like I believe in ghosts, but I totally believe in them. So I just have never had an experience. The degrees of separation of Kevin Bacon, like you, it's not a first degree. It is not a first degree for me, but it is kind of same with me. Yes, same with me. I like you never had an experience. No, but like people I know have. Yeah, like close people. So do we think they're all lying? No, I think it's. <laughs> I think it's. Oh, I I do not mess with that. I think that is. 
absolutely. Anyway, okay. Didn't you have a friend that moved and the ghost followed her? Yeah, it's like I don't even want to talk about it because it is so freaky. And okay. it's like, yeah, yeah. Pass. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Never mind. But but okay, so but stuff happening on set while filming movies. Obviously they're not immune to these encounters. And do we like A, do you know of any? Yeah, I mean, I guess the the more you're talking about just like scary encounters on like a film set, like yeah, and I don't like viruses or like that kind of thing, or or just like spooky stuff that has happened. And I don't know why I said a. Do you have any? Like, because there's not a b. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Okay, but tell us about some stuff that happens on that happened on movie sets. Um, I mean, the more the more obvious one that I I remember and that I know of is Poltergeist, uh, the movie from the eighties. The it, there's there's a, a long standing like discussion if there was a curse on set or whatnot. Mostly because towards the end of the movie, they the the set designers and the and the props departments they actually ended up using real human skeletons what? for the climax of the movie yeah and like hey, at, well was set design pissed or no they, i think it was like a normal practice back then that they you like if you were In using the 80s. yeah if you were using if you were using any kind of skeleton or something like that it was just kind of like they had i don't want to call them cadavers but like they like, had no. like they had bones that they would use mm-hmm. on lots of film sets that like prior to the 80s I mean they, they, they didn't like, have their hand and said hey there's too many ghosts I mean, maybe we use fake <laughs> I don't know what the evolution of like going in hell plastic actually it show what happened like but. for one of these scenes and then the you know actors are getting ready to go and they've got skeletons around and some spooky like maybe some lights start falling and one of the actors is like who the hell brought Fred back <laughs> like we said we weren't using that one anymore because like one ghost skeleton. poor Fred I know um, but what, what what ended up happening in Poltergeist is, yeah, they they use that. And if you've, you have, have you ever seen that movie? No, okay. of course not. No, I have, like I've rode the roller coaster. Po- what roller coaster is Poltergeist? I think it's at, at it's got it. Yeah, it's at uh, Six Flags Fiesta Texas. Oh, in San Antonio. I better. I know for a fact. I've ridden. Oh, I haven't. Okay, good to know. Um, no, but what happened in Poltergeist the movie? Oh, you don't know that it's like the famous quote, they're here. Yeah, I think it like, I think, roller coaster, here we go. Yeah, it's in like, San Antonio, Texas. Okay, so I, I'm not making that up. But yeah, I think that that's, that's how I got enough of the social, like, context of the movie in that line. Like, I I know what it's from because yeah. they use, like, they've used that. Do they use it like this in line? At the Maybe, movie? like, when it's time to go or take, yeah, that, that's only the I would have heard. God, stop. That would scare It was me. a good ride. I didn't know any of the scary parts until I was just like, it's just a well, was there for the ride. Yeah. Um, but the movie itself, so two of the main actresses that's that are in that movie, Dominique Dunn and Heather O'Rourke, they both passed away mm. tragically. Like on today? No, not on set. Okay, but unfortunately, Dominique Dunn, I think, passed. She was murdered um, forty years ago. She was murdered like months after the first movie came out, I think, and then. Heather O'Rourke, who plays the girl that says they're you're like a kid, right? Yeah, she was. Um, I would guess seven or eight, like probably okay. even younger, um, when when she was in the movie, she reprised her role a couple of times for the sequels because there are sequels. I was about to say they made more. Yep, it was successful, and I just keep coming by. She died of an illness at 
I think like 11 or 12 years old. Oh, so really young? Yeah, yeah. Um, right after, I think, the third movie or, or during production, something like that. Um, so, yeah, so unfortunately, the, the, the legacy of Poltergeist has become that because they use these real remains of, of yeah. real humans. Too bad they stop. Uh, they, there's a curse on that set. So that's kind of what I know of, at least. No thing. Um, I mean, there have definitely been things that have happened on film and, and TV sets. One of them was, uh, I think it was the Twilight Zone. Um, I thought uh, you were going to say Twilight movie. And I'm like, no. What happened? Okay. Poor Robert Panzer. No. <laughs> that um, is on? No, yes, the okay. Twilight Zone. Yeah, yeah, good job. Um, probably but, cut that out. Uh, there was a, a couple of people that died. Vic Moreau, who uh, an actor that was on that set, a helicopter landed on him. Oh. And uh, you know, it's a already a spooky kind of set as it is, Twilight Zone. But uh, yeah, it's tragic. I mean, I think I, he died I, with I mean, a couple other, um, I think, child actors, if I remember correctly. I got squished by a helicopter. Yeah, that is awful. Um, but yeah, those are a couple that that come to mind. Yeah. Well, that is definitely some really interesting stuff. I mean, I always thought I wanted to be on a movie. Yeah, I think I still would like to be on a movie set or do or see something recorded. I'm not that scared because of that. But I feel like if you were no real bones, no. Oh my god, not a horror set. No, like I'm, I think like, you would be less scared if you were on a horror movie I, set because you would just see like Johnny from Props like just setting up something and you'd be like, oh yeah, that's not real. Yeah, but that's- I can't suspend reality that well while watching a movie. Oh, well, like, that's on you, I guess. Maybe I can. I, I mean, I do watch Fast and Furious and love them, so I guess I can. All right, cool. We'll have to... I'll, you're okay when cars falling out of yeah, the airplane? Yeah, I guess I could probably go see the, the recording of a horror movie. One of our friend, Ross, our friend, um, was well, on, in a horror movie. And I should, and it filmed close to where we live. Yeah, it was filmed in Austin, right? I, outside of Austin. I should have, I should have like gone and just watched so that... It wasn't. It like wasn't scary. It was really good. What was it called? Uh, it was called "Here Comes the Night" Part Three. It was a, yeah. like a, a fan film. I don't uh, know. Friday the Thirteenth on YouTube. I think so. Yeah, at one point you could. Yeah, yeah. check it out. It's yeah. scary. It's, yeah. Oh, here comes the night. opportunity on uh, October Thirteenth to to re-release it. Yeah, they might have. Okay, cool. <laughs> Again, talking about full circle. Here we go. Talking about release dates and when it when was applicable. All right. Are you ready to talk about our favorite scary movies? I know that you're not a big fan of scary movies, but we we did make a list for ourselves of of our favorites. I've got I've got three on here. All right. Now. Well, you made three. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Then I'm gonna go first. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go first because my first one opens like with a bang, and it's like, wow, good he's, story. He's deep. <laughs> classic the movie it you know like the newest it no 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 all of it so like from all of it yeah (laughs) yeah see what you did there all of it no okay so i learned that the one from the 90s was actually speaking of full circle made for tv movies yes and so steven um yeah so it was i didn't realize that i saw it on vhs um i think this one stuck out the most with me it's because you know, we were young it was like probably one of the first scary movies we were going to watch uh my sister was in charge of putting the tapes in and it was on two vhs tapes because there was like it was a feature film and like, split in two nights on abc and, okay uh yeah. and so she popped the second tape in first and not realizing and you know what i'm going to give her some credit I think maybe at Blockbuster, they put them in the wrong one order or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In like the right case. So we started, we don't have any of that context of what's going on, but still really enjoyed it. And then um, 
when we popped the first tape. Like we were like, weird credits in between the tapes. And we popped the other tape in and then realized it was the first tape. But <laughs> I don't know. I think it's a really, I really like it a lot. We have some friends, Kat and Matt, who like are obs- I'm obsessed is probably too strong a word. I just talked to her the other day about this. They're big fans. Big fans. But the book, and I won't say that was the first time I heard about it being a book. <laughs> because it's Stephen King. So yeah, it's okay. Oh, no shit. It was a book. Okay. So um, it's just, I think it's a really good, scary, classic movie. I think that the clown, you know, represents fear because it's like, it is obviously something different for everybody. Oh, he's going deep with it. His- no, no, no. I'm not going to go that deep because we don't have that much time. But um, yeah, so that's, that is the threshold of how scary my list is well it's a very scary like all the adaptation everything that they've done in the last few years reprising that character yeah it's good and i mean they they've been good movies but they're also quite scary i mean they're well, like it's not like all right so wait, what's your bottom what's your bottom one then my, my bottom three yeah your bottom yeah. starting at the bottom uh so mine is one that i used to watch over and over and over and over again and i've actually seen this person in person for a show that i loved it <laughs> Spit it out. Stupid. Elvira, Mistress of the Dark from the 80s. (laughs) Have you ever seen like an Elvira movie? Yeah. So the really like covered in baby boobs and huge boobs Mm -hmm. Um, and big black hair, really, really cinched waist. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) So um, you are basically uh, saying exactly what the poster looks like. Okay. (laughs) So is Elvira a character or is it? that actual actress um so it's a character that this actress kind of came up with cassandra peterson is still the name is not even elvira her name no no that's her stage like her stage it's a character's name yeah i was wondering Um, that because i was like wow there's this like i could not imagine being at the grocery store and like turning the aisle and seeing her like i thought it was her oh no that's like a wig and yeah and uh, a wonder bra that's and yeah um but in real life like she just looks very normal like she yeah and so if you bumped into her at the grocery store you wouldn't know that now i would be a butt that i didn't so growing up elvira for whatever reason maybe it's you know just whatever i don't know why it was but i just loved elvira mistress of the dark i used it a musical it's not but um with your we track make record. a musical with your track record. Phantom <laughs> yeah. of the Opera. Oh, Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. I liked musicals. What can I say? Um, but basically, she, the character, she goes to this town because she inherits um, a house and the town that is very against her walking through these, uh, walking through this town and they hate her off the bat and then they grow to love her. But there's a lot of like, like, tale of an old time of don't judge a book by it very much so but then there's all this supernatural stuff to it and it's actually like haunted and like there's horror to it i'm gonna have to watch um it's a huge comedy but also just because of her character it's funny um but i've seen her live during the show she used to do it at knott's berry farm in california she used to what would she do put on a show it was that was a musical <laughs> that why I put on like a song and dance and whatnot yeah, yeah. Um, with characters and whatnot. It was very funny. Um, but then my friend Kevin, his dad, also directed uh, something that she was in, and I got to meet her in person. So As Elvira um, or? She was both. I got to see her uh, outside of the costume, and then okay. 
and then when she put on on all the makeup and everything so uh she's just a fun character uh please look her up if you if you haven't really seen a movie of hers um it, it's just a fun campy i know good time yeah i know about her i feel like yeah i think most people do yeah all right a little more lighthearted for my second one but have you ever seen paranorman I haven't, and I have heard that it's good. It is so cute. Came out in 2012 um, about this kid who is, he can see ghosts. So I guess it's like, well, I don't know when did, maybe it's a rip off of the sixth sense, but made like a child version. Well, what's it about? Um, so he can see ghosts and the town is cursed and he has to break the curse. Um, but it has like, so it's got... Um, John Goodman, Anna Kendrick, Casey Affleck, oh, dang. Leslie Mann. Man, it's got like a bunch of folks in set in it and everything. But it's I think it's so cute. I think it is American stop motion animated comedy. Oh, All right. Gotcha. Or, um, okay. So that's what it is. But it so it kind of gives me like plants versus zombies animation vibes to some degree, like that okay. cartoon style. Um, but it's just so cute. And honestly, a fun fact about that is I didn't know this until, I mean, I knew it when I saw it, but I didn't know that it was the first openly gay character in an animated film. I feel like I heard that when the movie came yeah. out or it was a big, big deal. Like, well, yeah, because he, what did he, he like, has a boyfriend. It's the jock character that you'd never expect. Really? Okay. Um, oh. Well, shit. Sorry, gal. Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, I've been seeing the movie. Like, not a, it's, it's not a huge plot uh, for him. But yeah, and I thought that was really, really interesting for, I guess, 2012. Is that when it came out? Yeah. yeah. But it's so cute. You should check it. We'll watch it. Okay. So, yeah, we will. It Maybe is. this week. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. What's your second? Uh, my second is the classic Psycho, which we just rewatched. I, yeah, we're, oh, rewatched for you. I yeah. just saw it for the first time, and I know I mentioned earlier with Janet Lee being a scream queen. Uh, you know, for it's a sixty-plus-year-old movie, so I don't think I'm giving away too many spoilers. But she doesn't make it, and she's in that a very is a big spoiler. Well, it's also one of the more famous scenes in film I history. The only one that like I did. <laughs> I did know that was coming. That's you, what you thought it absolutely was. Absolutely seen. And I was like, I haven't seen it. I swear. No, no but you've absolutely seen that shower scene. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. Like, it's yeah. got to be on like a clip of a bar somewhere during Halloween, like playing on a TV. Oh, all the time. Like it, it's on yeah. yeah. Um, because they talk about the Bates Motel on the Universal Backlot Tour, don't they? Oh, yeah. they. You drive. Like when I was growing up, I'm sure it's still there, but they had the actual Bates Motel and the the house that was right behind it, did they film they, it there? Yeah, they filmed on the it back all lot. on the back lot. Yeah. Oh, well, at least those scenes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but the, that was the actual. But the shower scene. So you just watched it the first time mm-hmm. um, with me, and did you notice that in the shower scene when she's being killed by well Norman Bates's mother. Norman Bates's mother. And uh, did you notice that she, there is not one shot of her getting stabbed? There was the shot through the shower curtain, I thought. Uh, no. So the shower curtain opens, Mrs. Bates opens it. Yeah. And then just starts slicing away. Okay. Stabbing away. But um, there isn't one camera shot that shows a knife like piercing yeah. skin at all. There's like fake blood that starts running down. Start running everywhere. Yeah, yeah. But it, there's some on the walls, and then there's um, some blood that goes down the drain. But there is. Where are you going with this? Thing? It's just a very famous kind of fun fact. It's like a that, murder scene without actual, without actual like murder. So, do you think there's a conspiracy that she made it? 
and she found the money. That'd be for, but I don't think so. I would be open. It wouldn't really work for the movie. I mean, I would open up another idea of an ongoing story of she makes it and she gets the money and well there have been sequels to psycho but uh, they don't really? they don't have that storyline continue okay so they're saying there's still a chance there might be you could write it nah <laughs> okay psycho. Uh, yeah it was good it's on peacock people should it is currently on peacock uh there's a bunch of i think uh i think all of the sequels of psycho are actually on peacock as well um, it's a good uh, good destination. Universal that runs Peacock. Universal came out with all those monster movies like um, you know Frankenstein and all of those back in the 30s, and all of those are on Peacock right now too. So it's uh, it's a really good destination for first. Yeah, they have like a they have a Halloween section you can go to. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's your first one? Your number I'm one. My number one. Um, uh, it is so basic. I it love basic. Um, but I have to say. Uh, Hocus Pocus. Of all, course you did. I know. <laughs> all of them. I just watched the second all, one again. All two of them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's going to be a third, so I will be able to say all of them. All of them. I mean, I don't feel like I need to say anything else about it. Like, Well, what do you like about it? Well, I don't, everything. Though, like, I, honestly. Okay, so I think, don't, nobody throw hate, but I think I do like the second one better than the first one. As it's getting a little dark. I know, here again. Um, I think I like the second one better because I really like the like sentiment that like you get to see the context of who were the Sanderson sisters and like where they come from and then like the love that they have for each other. Like it's really sweet. Sisterly bond. I guess I, maybe I like it because it's like it's not a scary movie. It's a sweet movie. Well, the first one didn't end sweet it, for them. I know. They got stuck in stone. Yeah. They come out of the ground, I think, in the second one when they come back. Don't they just like appear or something? Like it's not. Man, I feel like. Like, yes, they should have. It's not like that dark. Dylan should have been there still, right? No. Like, I don't remember in the first movie if they if they break the stone or anything like I that. I hadn't watched it yesterday. The first one? No, the second one. Oh. Well, we should revisit the first one and see okay, why cool. why that stone wasn't stuck. Man. <laughs> so, I mean, it's a basic choice, but I think it, it consistently delivers, though. So, you didn't miss in the second Hocus Pocus all of the original actors, like the kids that are now no. like grown up? Okay. Should I? I mean, I don't know. I kind of wanted to see them or hear from them a little bit. No, it was great. I mean, you get the trio. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're, you're really watching it on Disney Plus for that. Yeah. For sure. Um, okay, cool. So that's my number one. Yeah, it's sort of basic. Everyone check it out. What about you? Um, I mean, also basic, but Scream. It is. It's still my favorite. Classic one? Yeah, the original 1996. Yeah. Classic. Yeah, well, it's over 25 years. I mean, they have like 15 of them. They have, what is it now, six, I think, that have been out. Six. Uh, I think they're working on the seventh. Yeah. I love it. I love the original Scream. I love- The one where Drew Barrymore dies, right? Mm -hmm. And- they what I love about that that Drew Barrymore was cast. They wanted her originally for the Nev Campbell role. Okay, Nev Campbell also a scream queen. I guess we forgot to mention her earlier. But uh, Drew Barrymore, she decided that she thought that the the part in the beginning where she gets killed within the first like few minutes of the movie yeah. would be more fun to play, and she didn't want to commit to like a lead role. She had a busy schedule, and yeah, but she was the most famous person in that movie at the time other than probably Courtney Cox. And she decided it would be like a Janet Lee moment where she would get killed early on in the movie 
and everybody would be confused that this like yeah. A-list actress was killed off at the you know first first part of the movie. That's super fun. Yeah, um, but I and I feel like you get to be in the movie, but like she probably filmed in a day. Oh, totally. Like, I can't even imagine that took longer than a day or two to yeah. to do. Yeah, like good luck, you guys. Yeah, I'll see you at the premiere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank you for my paycheck. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, that's really cool. But I do love that movie. I have seen it. Uh, I mean, every single year that it's uh, since it came out, I re- I already rewatched it during this uh, October hot, spooky season, and I I've already rewatched the second and the third movies. I, I do love them. They're they're just fun. They're entertaining. They're m- much more about like pop culture references and comedy horror than it is like something like sophisticatedly scary um but yeah i love it i will always come back i have seen seen that one i've actually i've seen a couple of them so if i get elevated horror to me it's it's not yeah like i'm not for it's like i am not the first to say that so i don't want to give you credit for that like i'm gonna go off of that and say like okay so a horror film that went overseas on a study abroad to barcelona and it's still a horror film (laughs) Yeah. Okay. You're still. Oh, okay. You are absurd. I mean. <laughs> bah. Um. Okay. Well, let's finish that discussion. Okay. Uh, but there is an honorable mention that we both have here for for these movies. Yes. Uh, which is The Shining. Red rum. Red rum. Red rum. Yeah. Um. I was looking up all these facts the other day about The Shining because I was just genuinely curious because we now live in Colorado and we'll have to go check it out. Yeah. The hotel here. Yeah, I think you can stay. They were all part of your looking it up. You didn't even see. Yes, you can stay there, but there are tours. There, there are other things. Yeah. That so what he's talking about is there's a hotel that's in Estes Park. It was the basis for the hotel that's in The Shining. It wasn't filmed there, but Stephen King, when he was writing the original novel, The Shining, it that's where he stayed and that's where he got a lot of the ideas for wow. the actual novel itself. So we really want to check it out. That might be a, a separate episode yeah. where we go there and tour it. But uh, we're uh, I'm we very excited that we live near it. Yeah, we can do something on Instagram when we decide to go there. Yeah. Speaking of Instagram, give us a plug. Speaking of Instagram, uh, please find us at Matinee with Matt on Instagram and feel free to uh, drop some comments in the comment section whenever we post about this podcast. Yeah, uh, like we had favorite Halloween things or favorite like costumes or put, can you, I don't know if you can post a picture, but or favorite Halloween memories or, you know, I guess in like ridiculously you. funny Halloween memories that you have. We would love yeah. to see them. Uh, we had, uh, quite a few listeners on our first episode, and and uh, we would love to hear from all those yeah. listeners. So please uh, check us out on Instagram and and drop some comments in the comment section. All right, I'm going to do our go on segment. It's time for go on. Go on. Um, and my headline is more of a question than a headline. And so we're going to start with a little quiz. It's only one question, so it's not like start with the quiz. But yeah, one question. How old, how old do you think Halloween is? Go on. You go. I want you answer it first. Um, I would guess. I mean, maybe sixteen hundreds. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> What's the? Answer? I don't know. It doesn't have a start date, but it. Oh uh, well, then why are you asking me a question that doesn't have? Okay, so it's, uh, it dates back to more than two thousand years ago. So it started as the pre-Christian Celtic festival um, that meant summer's end, 
Uh, it was held at the beginning of November where they recognized the fall harvest and spirits crossing over. Oh, so that's where the ghosts come. Okay. Then since they believed that the veil was thinnest at that time, I think they believed it was thinnest at that time because of how short the daytimes was. Gotcha. Yeah, they used to still, they would have these bonfires and wear costumes and dance around and have a party to try and trick the spirits so that they didn't get, uh, you know, I don't know. And what's it called when it takes over you? Possessed? Yeah, they didn't get possessed. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it's a really old holiday. Well, so. where does the candy fall in, do you know? No, I think it was probably a part of the festival. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I mean, so trick-or-treating has existed since medieval times. So, I mean, that's another fun fact for you? Yeah. I, guess. I love okay. fun facts. All right, cool. Um, well, well, thank you, Michael. I appreciate yeah. that. Go on. I'll do better. <laughs> I'll do better. <laughs> no, you did great. All right. Uh, well, thank you, everyone, for for joining us for Matinee with Matt. I am Matt Creep, joined by my husband, Michael, and we appreciate your time today and hope you have a good Halloween. Happy Halloween, yeah. everyone. Happy Halloween. See you all later, everybody.